here we are. One of the biggest releases of the year. And it's being met with a little bit of controversy? Got those incels a tizzy, maybe? We're talking about, of course, the wide release of Joker. Joaquin Phoenix trying to fill some pretty big shoes. Did he do it? Did uh, did some bad things happen to the theaters we went to when we saw it? Is this all blown out of proportion? We'll f- we'll answer all those questions in a very, very clown makeup edition of the review. Review. <laughs> Sorry, Troy got condition. <laughs> Marty. That's how he says the guy's name at the end. <laughs> <clears throat> What's the game show host guy's name? Robert De Niro's name? Uh, Is it Marty? Yeah, it's Mart. God damn it. Well, anyway. I'll look it up. <laughs> he just, now every time he thinking. says his name, he's like, Marty. Marty. Best part of the movie, right there. <laughs> hey, welcome to the review review a show. We're two small town dudes give you our big dumb opinions, big controversial yeah. opinions. Clickbait, is it? Find out. We'll Top see. of the hour. We'll see. <laughs> we are going over Murray Franklin, by the way. Murray. Murray. That was a close. It wasn't Marty. It was Murray. <laughs> Murray. We are going over Joker, the Joaquin Phoenix yeah. starring Todd Phillips directed, yeah. Martin Scorsese produced Warner Brothers film. Forgot to introduce yourself. You forgot last week too, Troy. I'm Troy to the Max Extreme. I'm Murray. <laughs> Damn it. You just set me up for a Murray joke. Classic you. Well, we're going to get all of that shit. We're gonna, We're gonna get, get on to that shit. It's We're gonna top address of the it. Hour. <clears throat> People are on bated breath. Like, should we like this? Everyone should hold their breath until we get to that part. And then we're going to whisper. Oh, can't say it. Can't say it. Can't say it yet. Can't say it. Can't say it. Can't. Gotta wait. Gotta wait till the end. You gotta top wait the till hour. the end. Top of the hour. You gotta wait till. You gotta wait to that top of the hour, babe. Yeah. So. Let's not dilly-dally any longer. Why don't we jump into some news? Pitter-patter, Troy. Let's get at her, JT. <laughs> the uh, PlayStation 5. Yeah. Sony has released uh, a press statement, I think, today or late yesterday. Yeah. PlayStation 5 will be available for purchase. Yes. Holiday 2020. Yes. Just in time for me to get that PS4 not that long ago. <laughs> PS5 right around the corner. Well, you, you got a good year with it, because usually it takes a year for them to work out the bugs. That's true. And I have all of the great games uh, still to play <laughs> yes. on this PS4, which I'll get to eventually, before I die. <laughs> eventually. Before, yeah. More deathbed viewing <laughs> yeah. slash playing. For sure. For sure, JT. So... Uh, this coming out, uh, holiday 2020, looking to get yourself something nice that holiday season? Well, like I said, probably give it a year. Okay. Usually it takes a year for them to work out the bugs. You're a 2021 boy. 
Yeah, I'm a 2021 boy. I'm more of a 2025 Plus I got guy. A, I got a wedding <laughs> to pay for, so I got to. Oh yeah, that's true. Probably save up more for that. That's a good point. Well, this is after wedding. This is post wedding stuff. Okay. Well, maybe I can ask for money for one. You probably for, should. Yeah. Just to be selfish for a wedding gift, a PlayStation <laughs> Five in a couple months. Hey, Molly brought this up. It was like, can we ask for a PlayStation Five for registry? And I was like, well, it won't be out yet. Yeah, but like, money down for one. You know what is a cool life hack for you, what? JT? Register for stuff at Target. Yeah. If it's not purchased for you, you get a discount off that item if you shop at Target. Shit. I think it's like 5%. But still, use that Target red card on top of that. That's the 10%. Savings right there. God damn it. God damn. You get, you get a <laughs> sale on top of that. God damn. God damn. You can think of the savings. PlayStation 5 will not be on sale for the first 10 years it's out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just saying. They'll probably charge you more money if you put probably. on your registry. And like, kick you in the guy. nuts on the way out. Yeah. What are you, a kid? <laughs> you're supposed to be an adult getting married. Yeah, dumbass. God damn, you're supposed to be an adult. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> uh, more news, JT. David Davis. Or yeah. No, I'm sorry. David Diggs. Yeah. Uh, if you're not familiar with him, he actually starred in Hamilton as Thomas Jefferson, yep. the original. Uh, it's also in uh, in uh, Blind Spotting, good yes. movie that came out last year. Um, he is in talks to play Sebastian in yeah. the live action Little Oh, under the sea, Little Mermaid movie. Um, I actually didn't know he had so many voice credits already in his repertoire. But he's done a ton of already animated voice work. Yeah. It took me forever to place his face when I looked at it. <laughs> I was like, who is David Diggs? Because I'm like, I've seen that in a commercial or something. It was definitely just Hamilton clips I saw. I think in. he was in uh, He was in a commercial for something. It popped up on Hulu a couple times. Like a show? Like a commercial. A commercial? Yeah. I don't know if he's been in a show. <laughs> Whoa, Troy! Give me a card. Let me see that card. Uh, okay. You have to give it back to me, though. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. We'll get into it. <laughs> uh, JT, Hell in a Cell, WWE Hell in a Cell yeah. was this last weekend. Did you watch any of it? I heard it went well. <laughs> Hell in a Cell was well. Uh, I checked it out as I was home. Uh... With the gang. And yeah. oddly enough, Chelsea's like, is there like a wrestling show on tonight? And I said, who are you? First of all. <laughs> and what have you done with my wife? Uh, Let's check this out. But Let's she more or about. less wanted something on that is just background noise while she cleaned the house. Yeah. <laughs> so I watched Hell in a Cell instead. <laughs> okay. I can't remember one goddamn match in that whole yeah. show. Yeah. And I guess they didn't announce like anything that was supposed to be on that show. Really? Yeah. They're just like there's like doing two or this? three matches that they were like that they actually announced for it. Huh. I remember that there was a Bailey Sasha Banks match. Yeah. I think it was Bailey Sasha Banks. Now it was Bailey and Charlotte. See, don't remember shit. <laughs> uh, so that was okay from what I can remember. I can't remember any of it. It's not, it wasn't bad. It was just like, yeah, yeah this is a show. Yeah. 
And at one point, it was, like, getting close to nine. And Chelsea's like, I think I'm going to go to bed. I'm like, yeah, I'll be there after this match. And then, oh, that's that's the end of the show. <laughs> so I'll, I'll come up right now. <laughs> I know. I don't... I don't know if I'm even going to keep my network subscription anymore. I watch more IWTV than I do that anymore. Yeah? <clears throat> well, that stinks for me. <laughs> <laughs> Just... Oh, yeah, because you're feeding off mine. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> That's okay. Because um, I barely watch any of it. I don't even think I've watched the last few pay-per-views yeah. i only just watch like the big ones because we talk about it on here yeah like the big four and yeah. that's about it and then <laughs> out of nowhere chelsea just wants to watch one i'm like well I'll just check some of it there's an old one on and then i go on twitter and like oh hell in a cell is like trending and i'm like oh i guess there's actually one on <laughs> i didn't know any of this <laughs> so good yeah she must be a a secret mark or something like that. Just oh really wanting God. to see yeah. that Hell in a Cell match. She's just watching wrestling when you're not home or some <laughs> yeah. shit. I would love that to be just the like case. walk in on her watching like Billy Kidman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm going to go to work. All right, see you later. See you later. And then dr- dr- just drive around the block and then peek in the windows. And she's just <laughs> like, like marking out for Rey Mysterio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 619 Booyaka Booyaka! <laughs> I can totally see Chelsea. <laughs> and when I say that, I mean I cannot see Chelsea even doing anything remotely close to that at all. <laughs> even the thought of it would make her puke, I think. <sighs> but who knows? <laughs> Maybe she who is. Knows? Yeah. Uh, get her in there and ask. She'll come in probably later. Don't okay. worry about it. She'll okay. get her in the hot seat over here. Oh, shit. Ask Warm her what she thinks about Rey Mysterio Jr. Warm it up. <laughs> uh, uh, JT, are you familiar with the uh, Avengers game that has been announced and has seen a little bit of... Uh... Yeah, the one that people shit all over when that trailer yeah. came out? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, the very same. Uh, apparently, there is a... Fun new character added to the roster you can play as. You can play as Ms. Marvel. Ooh. The, uh, the, uh, Middle Eastern American, uh, teenage superhero that's secretly, uh, an inhuman transformed oh by the Terrigen Mists. Oh God. Anyway, she's a highly popular character <laughs> that came out in the last, I don't know, decade or so. Yeah. And people are very happy that she is included in buzz. this game. People are buzz with her to be in this game. Because as, like, no no new characters in this game except for her, from what I can recollect. Uh, so that's pretty cool that hey. she's getting a uh, video game treatment. Righteous. Righteous indeed. Uh, last bit of news I have. Okay. Sony. Familiar? Uh, they have a Masters of the Universe movie in the works. Yeah. They already are so confident about it. That, that they've sold it to Netflix? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that made me laugh very hard uh, when I read that. Especially because later on in the article I was reading, they're like, now, this could be a big gamble for Sony, because what if Masters of the Universe really catches on and it could have made more in the box office than it did by getting a Netflix paycheck? And I'm like, that would never happen. Yeah, it won't. <laughs> and what if Masters of the Universe is the biggest movie ever made? <laughs> yeah. 
What are you even talking about, Sony? <laughs> what if I shit ice cream? If you're right. already yeah. thinking of selling it to Netflix, this is not going to be... It's not going to look good. This is going to be hot dog shit. Nobody is... There's no clamoring for a Masters of the Universe movie. Not at all. In the slightest. Not at all. But who knows? Maybe it'll kick ass. <laughs> And uh, since it is on Netflix, we can watch it for nothing. Yep. Sounds good. There we go. So put it on Netflix. I dare you, Sony. I dare you. That's my, yeah. that's my last bit of news. Okay. Well, we are talking about Joker tonight. Yep. And uh, apparently Warner Brothers is already on the train of uh, riding this villain <laughs> fad by possibly now working on a solo... Two-Face movie. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, uh... Pump, pump the brakes, Warner Brothers. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that was The Dark Knight. Yeah. Like, you don't really need anything past The Dark Knight for a Two-Face origin story. Nah. They just want to do, like, exactly what they did with Joker and make it like this... Art house adjacent, I guess. Movie where nothing connects to anything. <laughs> I'm I'm not into that idea. Pump the brakes. Well, you you were into you were, you weren't into Joker at first, and then well well we'll see maybe you hate we it. will see. Jesus. Hold your fucking opinions to yourself. Oh, you don't even know shit. You know the deal, listeners. We don't even talk to each other. We don't ever. Until we get into this room. We, yeah. <laughs> we are, we've not been radio silent. The not only... even the written word. <laughs> no. <laughs> we read the Bible to each other. That's all we do. I mean, that's a given. Yeah. Before bed every night. Every night. <laughs> we call each we other. Read, yep, we read each other a psalm. <laughs> and then we do kissies into the phone. And then we hang up. That's right. That's just a nightly routine. We can't break it at this point. We can't. We can't. We've done that since since we've known each other. It's been kindergarten. <laughs> yeah. And granted, through time, our favorite passages have changed as we have. They have. Our of bodies course. and our minds have changed. Of course. So is our favorite passages yes. of the Holy Bible. Yes. My, my faith is transformed <laughs> as well as my body. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a fucking weird road we're going down right now. Oh man! Well, Troy. Yeah, yeah. I know you love Moana. Yeah, it's a good one. And uh, well, hopefully you love it enough for uh, there to be a nuts. two. Oh, Moana two. Moana two. Moana's it's revenge. In the process. Yeah. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. Sweet. Moana two. I figured it had to be coming fairly soon. On yeah. Moana two. Yeah. Wonder what they would do with it. What? What? What did they do? I don't know. I don't know. They already have the heart of Tafiti. <laughs> yeah. Implanted in said Tafiti. Yeah. What if there's something else in Tafiti that they need to put in? <laughs> what else do they need to put in that big green bitch? <laughs> no, I don't know. I. <laughs> what? What? If, it's like you need to find the cock of Tahiti to make her a man and make her more powerful. <laughs> That would really get over in this day and age. Yeah, you bet. Make her a man so she's even more smart. <laughs> yeah. And powerful. 
well, at the end of the movie, they do uh, set sail for a new home. So Uh-oh. maybe there uh, is maybe something dangerous lurking on new shores. Oh, fuck. What about that? It's make quite it a, possible. Make it a, a horror drama. <laughs> they land on, like, some cannibal a island. A horror drama on, <laughs> for Disney? <laughs> Yeah, if they land on the Cannibal Holocaust Island or something like that. Gets all nuts. Yeah. Maui just gets all bloodthirsty and tries to kill everyone. Yeah. Cuts people's heads off with his big hook. Yeah. Turns into like a jaguar and bites people's necks out. (laughs) (laughs) You never know. It could happen. The possibilities are endless, everybody. Nothing is set in stone I think we're we're knocking out all the ones that will never happen. (laughs) Well, at least we got pen to paper, okay? There you go. We're, we're starting from we're starting from the back and working our way to the that's front. Right. There's no bad ideas during a brainstorm. Of course not. Of course, we're just shooting shit here. Yeah. Right now. You hear that thunder? That's a brainstorm. <laughs> a little thunder, a little lightning over here. A little cannibalistic uh, kids movie. <laughs> it's fun for the whole family. <laughs> that's right. Troy, we did that test pilot episode last week. Yes. Uh... There's already news on one of them that we talked about. Prodigal Son mm-hmm. has apparently ordered nine more episodes oh. for uh, for their season on Fox. Very good. Very good. That was like one of my favorites. Ooh. Prodigal Son. That's, very good. They, they probably heard you. They're like, oh, shit. We oh, definitely got to make more of these now that <laughs> Troy's on board. <laughs> Troy's on board and probably won't watch one more episode. Perfect. <laughs> I think Chelsea's what? Actually, I did catch. I think the second episode. Uh, still good. Still good. Yep. Chelsea's gonna be watching more of that because I just I just don't. <laughs> yeah. I don't watch any hardly TV ever. So well, I'll talk more. But I think I, I caught up with a few of them. Okay. I'll catch up on that. Uh, okay. In my what I've been watching. Very good. But I'll be anticipating. Yeah. Your That's reaction. past the top of the hour, though. Oh my god. So we got a long time to wait. We got a long stretch to go. Yeah. Hold hold on to your butts. I'm holding on to these buns over here. <laughs> uh, slow news week. Slow news week. <laughs> Not anything interesting happened at all. Uh, speaking of Disney, Troy, they're uh, currently in the process of developing... Another live action from cartoon <laughs> yes. adaptation uh-huh. with uh, another live action remake of Inspector Gadget. Oh, great. Because the Matthew Broderick one just had too many unanswered questions. We need to dive back into it. Well, they already did a sequel to that one, and French Stewart was the Inspector Gadget. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so if this is set in the same universe, get French Stewart back. What is he doing? Nothing. Oof. Probably riding off those residuals from Third Rock. Probably. Like I don't even know if it's popular enough that it's like getting played a lot anymore. <laughs> what the? I don't third hear a Rock? lot. Of, I don't hear a lot about Third Rock from the Sun anymore. Should we look it up? Is it on Hulu? I have no idea. Third Rock. From the sun. Um, watch the show. I know it launched JGL, so you can't falter for that. <laughs> it's on Crackle. 
Oh, of course. <laughs> so you can watch five minutes of it followed by 20 minutes of commercials. Uh, it's also on Vudu and Tubi. <laughs> oh, no. The infamous Tubi is back. <laughs> uh, it, apparently, you can also get it on Amazon, but that doesn't count because you can just buy anything on Amazon. Christ. Yeah. There you go. I kind of want to see what kind of residuals French Stewart would get. <laughs> French Stewart residuals. Because this is what the show is now. Resid. Residuals. His real name is Milton. Did you know that? Milton French Stewart. <sighs> Let's just see how much he's worth. Huh? <laughs> yes. Six million dollars? What? What the fuck? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I doubt it would tell you what his residuals are <laughs> from Third Rock from the Sun. Anyway, none of that was interesting. <laughs> but uh, there you go. We all learned something today. French Stewart is worth six million dollars. Man, how depressing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, my last bit of news, Almost Troy. Almost as depressing as another live-action Inspector Jesus, Gadget movie. I know. Starring French Stewart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My last bit of news, Troy. Uh, Donald Trump. Oh, my God. We know yeah. you. We, we talk about him every once in a while on here. Try not to. Try not to. You definitely try not to. <laughs> yeah. But, uh... Apparently now there's going to be someone portraying him on a dramatic basis uh-huh. in a film. We've we've seen the comedic stylings of old Alec Baldwin, uh-huh. but now who's going to play him on the big screen? Avant garde. Oh, so serious, <laughs> sad. <laughs> We're gonna... <laughs> uh, there's going to be a film about uh, the life and times of James Comey, okay. who was like the FBI director that he. That, Trump fired. Right. And uh, apparently in that film, Trump's going to be played by Brendan Gleeson. Okay. Okay. Which, it could be good. Yeah. Sure. He kind of, I think he can be definitely dressed up to look like him. Mm Mm-hmm. I think he could transform himself, I suppose. Uh, Yeah. Make it happen. So there you go. Make it happen. And I think uh, Comey's supposed to be played by Jeff Daniels, which looks nothing like him. What the fuck? I know. (laughs) I don't know. <laughs> that one was weird. I was like, Brennan Gleason, I can see. But Jeff Daniels? Okay. Okay. All okay. Right. I'll trust you. All right. Hey, Google, not you. I get. I just looked up Brendan Gleason, and it was not the person I was thinking of. <laughs> oh. Uh, but I can see it. Yeah. I can see it. <laughs> oh, man. Well, good for... That, I guess. Yep. <laughs> and that's all my news, Troy. Well, JT. But I do have a bit. I also have a bit. Okay, might be the same bit. Probably the same bit. So, uh, let me, uh... Pull up some tunes? Pull up some tunes. Pull up some some of those Neil's bits? Pull up some Neil's bits. People dying, it's the pits. Please stay tuned to Neo's bits. Okay. Nope, not yet. <laughs> okay. 
Okay. Not yet. <clears throat> it's gotta be done. No, now. it's still going. <laughs> All right. Okay. Now. Nope, not yet. Now? Nope. Nope. Not yet. Okay. <laughs> It's been done for like 10 minutes, 10 seconds. <laughs> you were actually having me going. I was like, how Jeez. fucking long is this song? Do I, did I forget how time works? <laughs> Just sitting here all night. Now? No. I was going to wait like 10 minutes. What, what about now? Still going. <laughs> uh, he must have sent a remix or something. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, well, I'll just blurt mine out right here if it's the same one. Well, we should shoot some confetti in the air. Oh, then it is the same one. Yep. Uh, uh, R.I.P. to Rip Taylor. Rip Taylor. Uh, passing away at age 84. I didn't, yep. see, I didn't see what from. Did you see what, what it was from? Uh, I, I mean, know. he's 84. At that, at that point, it's probably old age. Um. I unfortunately don't know him from much. Like the first time I ever really came into contact with him was the end of the Jackass movie. I know. <laughs> where he just shows up in a boat throwing confetti around. I think he was, a, I think I remember watching a game show network and seeing him in like a couple episodes of like Hollywood Squares or Match Game. Yeah, I would have seen him in that too. Apparently he hosted another game show called like the Dollar 98 Show. Yeah. I don't know anything about it. No, that was no. a game show at all, but no fucking idea. Uh, <laughs> I, after I saw him in Jackass, I went to go learn a little bit more about him and just saw him in other things, mostly like talk shows and stuff like that. Yeah. And, uh, pretty fabulous guy. Oh Very yeah. Very entertaining. Looks like a blast. Yeah. So, uh, he, it definitely caught my eye earlier, uh, it, today or the day before i can't remember i think it was the sixth yeah he passed away um so i was like oh no not him not rip taylor no uh so i had to mention it here so i'm glad we're both on the same page yeah yep thank you much. (laughs) r.i.p thank you thank you much rip rip (laughs) this is a catchphrase that's right rip rip (laughs) rip 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 uh I only have one trailer, but I don't know how old it is. <laughs> so I got a trailer for this movie called The Sound of Music. <laughs> <laughs> Ever heard of it? It looks a tad bit old, but maybe it's just kind of a maybe it's shot on throwback. 70 millimeter. Who knows? <laughs> uh. <laughs> So I got one trailer for Terminator Dark Fate, but I went to go see, like, any new trailers that came out this week, and I didn't see it on there, but it's the first time I've seen it. And it's more of, like, a story beat trailer where they're, like, uh, trying... start with her, like, being, like, start talking or something? Mm, yeah, I think so. Okay, yeah, that's been out for a while. Damn it. It was the first we'll time I've seen it. We'll talk about it's it. It's new to me, damn it. Talk about it. Uh... I thought it had actually turned me around on the movie a little bit. Yeah, like it looks for good. the positive, it looks good. Um, I am a big fan of the franchise, even though I don't like half the films in it. But that's just like any franchise. Like 
Look at Star Wars. People hate half the Star Wars movies and they jay off to all of them. <laughs> like, oh my god, Star Wars is the best thing ever. What about the prequels? Oh, they're not good. Oh, fuck it. <laughs> like, okay, so you know, almost a third of them you don't like. That's great. <laughs> uh, oh, good for you. Good for you. I, uh, but yeah, anyway, this Terminator Dark Fate uh, movie looks, it's got my interest. It's, it's mm-hmm. got my interest peaked. I want to maybe. I don't know if I'll check it out in the theater because I haven't seen like the last few in the theater, so I don't know. But it, I, it looks good, and so far I don't know if they've ruined the movie in the trailer yet by spoiling <laughs> something. They kind of have because that blonde chick in it seems to be maybe a a Terminator, maybe. I've gathered like she's like a human. Like now they're like ventured into like human manipulation where like they're developing terminators but they're like all organic yeah so that would have been a cool reveal i guess in the movie so maybe they did ruin it who knows who knows <laughs> we'll see it on uh, we'll see it opening night oh i'm sure yeah. <laughs> actually we need to talk about that because i guess like my idea for terminator and your idea for disney like clash oh because terminator dark fate comes out Right before the first week of November. Does it now? Yeah. Okay. So we got to figure something out. We will figure something out. Because I already have a guest lined up for the first week. It's okay. Keats. Yeah, I'll, I'll figure it out. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we can, uh, maybe we can hold off on uh, Terminator and maybe we'll do like some spooky films for okay. October. Sure. Go Maybe go back and forth with, uh, with some horror, horror films. Horror. Horror. Some spookiness? Some spookiness. Oh, too spooky. <laughs> don't get, so don't get me scared. Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> Any other trailers you got uh, over there that aren't probably a month old? <laughs> <laughs> well, the only one I saw that's probably worth talking about is... Uh, there's a film coming out on VOD. Oh, my. I think in November called Lucky Day. Uh-huh. And the reason I bring this up is because it involves Crispin Glover. Oh, and he's going to be playing a weird contract killer that thinks he's French. Okay. And does a, the shittiest French accent <laughs> I've ever seen him heard in my entire life. But it looks violent as hell. Okay. Sounds fun. Yeah. I like Crispin Glover in things. Yeah. Just for his insanity. Yeah. Mostly. Mostly, yeah. Hey, you, get your damn hands <laughs> off of her. <laughs> Best line in cinema. That's it. He nailed it. (laughs) Best laugh ever, too. (laughs) 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 Oh, Biff. (laughs) Biff. (laughs) God. I'm just waiting for Chelsea to, like, peek her head around the corner over there and be like, what the fuck is going on? I'm trying to watch wrestling in here. Yeah. <laughs> I can't hear Braun Strowman say, get these hands. <laughs> oh, my God. So, I was just going through my YouTube subscriptions, and I saw that Braun Strowman is, is in a Bon Appetit video where he cooks <laughs> with the cooks. I can't wait to watch it. Oh, fuck. I have no idea why, but it's a thing. So, I'm going to check it out. can only be great. <laughs> I was kind of curious about why Chelsea was so into asking me about the debut of Kane Velasquez. What? <laughs> oh, no. I'll just... I guess, like, WWE is, like, getting in a bunch of, like, UFC guys now. 
Like Cain uh, Velasquez. Yeah, 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 yeah. Debuted on SmackDown. Right. I I saw a clip. Okay. We're getting way too wrestling nerdy right now. People are <laughs> tuning out like so much right now, I bet. I bet. Because of our vague knowledge of what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> of a product we kind of peripherally pay attention yeah. to. We're talking so much about something we don't know much about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, uh, is that well? Here's here's something I do know though, Troy. Okay, and that's the winner of last week's term of random movies. Perfect segue. Good work. And uh, oh shit, no mind. Oh, go. I just deleted everything. I just deleted everything. <laughs> We're starting over. Uh, Best of the Horrors in Texas versus Fifty Fifty. Troy, checked this morning and. 50-50 got at least one vote <laughs> at the end there. Very good. So, Bessel Horrells in Texas annihilating. Swept. 50-50. Got so it. So, it is moving on to the semifinals. Perfect. To face I love it. the winner of this week's match, <laughs> which you determined last week, is, of course, Mortal Kombat yep. versus V for Vendetta. Yep. And, uh, yeah, this one... This one could be close. Yeah, this one's fun. This is actually one that I wouldn't mind either one of them moving oh, on. totally. All the other ones, I kind of had, like, one that I wanted to do. Yeah. Like, wanted to go. Like, Mr. Magoo, for like sure, Mr. you Magoo, wanted to go. You want... <laughs> so, you know what? So, I did a live stream last night, right? Yeah. For Swamp Thing. <laughs> OJ hops on. He's like, I can't wait for you to review Mr. Magoo. Trolling me everywhere. <laughs> Literally everywhere. God. Oh fuck. <laughs> if escape. we if we end up doing Mr. Magoo, we're gonna make OJ freaking fly his happy ass here. <laughs> yeah, no shit. And reveal with us. If that wins, we are at least making him Skype on and make him watch yeah. the fucking movie. <laughs> if he doesn't, I'm not reviewing it. If he doesn't agree to those terms. You have the t- you have my terms. I've slid them across the table. The ball's in your court, OJ. But uh, it, it might not be that. It could be our winner of this week's Mortal Kombat or V for Vendetta. Very good. Which one are you leaning towards more, though, Troy? Um. So OJ can <laughs> campaign against it. I think I'm leaning more towards Mortal Kombat. I think I am too. I think it'd be that one would be more fun to. Pick apart. But yeah. Because Jesus Christ, is there a lot to pick apart? Yeah. I, I like V for Vendetta a lot, but I just yeah. don't feel like it would be as fun of a conversation. Yeah. So that's There what is I'm some depressing towards. shit in V for Vendetta. Yeah. Very much so. Uh, so that's what I kind of want to lean towards. Um, but if V for Vendetta took it, it wouldn't bother me in the slightest. No, no skin so. off my ass. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> You've got a lot of skin on There's your ass. There's a lot of skin, yeah. <laughs> I grow four layers of skin on my ass. Just, you have to have a special, like, soap yeah. <laughs> for that. Just so you don't have a buildup. I have, like, scales on my ass. <laughs> Dry, skin, Dry scaly scale. ass. Yep. It's like a cheese grater on my ass. It's an issue. I mean, we've talked about it in private before, but... You don't know why we had to bring it up, but we did. <laughs> Oh, my God. Perfect. Well, does that put us right at the top of the hour? I, I believe so, Troy. 
I believe so. I think it does. Joker. 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 The Joker card. You're supposed to remove all the Joker cards. Remember that Simpsons thing where, like, Homer's a dealer and he's dealing to James Bond? Like, a Joker's. You're supposed to remove the Jokers from the deck. What are you doing, Google? Stop! God. Google is just all about it. All about it today. And then... It uh, got too saucy when I asked for Elton John before we started. (laughs) And then so Homer takes the cards away, and then he gives them the rules on how to play poker card. And he's like, you're supposed to remove this from the how to play poker. And then Blofeld, like, drags him away and kills him or whatever. It's a great gag. It's a great uh, gag. I want to watch some Simpsons right now. Uh, coming October... No, wait. Debuting October 4th, 2019. Yes. Budgeted at $55 million. Opening weekend made $96.2 Jesus. million. Dollars. Almost got that 100 mil. Almost. Uh, domestically, as of the 8th of October... It's made $119.8 million yep. worldwide, $272 million. Damn. Not too shabby on that Raking in the dough. million dollar budget. Rotten Tomatoes has it at a 69%. <laughs> <laughs> IMDb has it at a 9 out of 10. Wow. Metacritic, 58%. Whoa. And Cinema Smack, 5 stars. Out of five? I don't know. <laughs> you need to look into this shit, Troy. I don't like to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like to do any of that. All right. So, well, there you have it. I'm fairly certain it two, was out of five shay. stars. Yeah. Like, five stars out of seven. Like, what odd number would Could they... be ten. You never know. But I doubt it. Okay. I doubt it. I think it was five stars. Um, looking up the box office information on this, Box Office Mojo actually had a funny category of a, of a movie that this was sequestered into. Okay. And it's controversial movies. Oh, I'll, I'll let you know the number that Joker made. It made at number eight on the controversial movies chart. And it's just gauged by box office. Fuck. So could you name me... Any of them from the top ten. And I I told you before we start recording, you probably won't. But I'm going to tell them anyway. I'll, okay, I'll try. Okay. Uh, Passion of the Christ. Yes, that's actually number one. Yeah. And it's in controversial movies for anti-Semitism. <laughs> I fucking hate God! <laughs> Why is this here? Yeah. So, yeah, you got... You got the number one. Very good. Oh, shit. Uh, controversial. Shit. <laughs> Especially like popular controversial, it's hard to think of. Yeah. Oh, Deadpool? No. <laughs> they're they're more obscure. Like, they're popular Fuck. movies, but none of them are in there for violence. Shame? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Not shame, but there's one kind of close. Oh, uh, at the number oh, ten. Fuck. Eyes wide shut. Nope. Uh. Now I'm trying to think of like sexy showgirls. Nope. Striptease. Nope. God damn it. 
<sighs> go ahead. All right. So you guessed the number one. Yeah. I'm just going to go down to number 10. Uh, number two, the Da Vinci Code for being anti-Christian. <laughs> number three. God doesn't fuck. <laughs> Jesus doesn't fuck. The Day After Tomorrow for global warming. <laughs> number four for Django Unchained for the use of the N-word. Mm. Number five, True Lies for being anti-Arab. <laughs> Number six, Angels and Demons for being anti-Christian. Oh, fuck. Number seven, the 2016 Ghostbusters movie. No reason. <laughs> for being too pro-woman. For being controversial, it has no reason why it's yeah. on there, but it beat Joker. <laughs> so far, because it's just going by box office numbers. Number ten or number eight is Joker. Number nine is Fahrenheit nine eleven for being anti Bush. Yeah, well, uh, and that is controversial. The number ten, Basic Instinct for vagina for flash. Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> so those are the top ten grossing, quote controversial films that Box Office Mojo had. It was. It was a great list. I tell you what. There's no reason that list needs to even exist, but it does. Or even have the Lady Ghostbusters on it. <laughs> I know. Why? What is going on here? But anyway, good deal. Um, so, JT, what is Joker all about? Well, we follow a disturbed man by the name of Arthur Fleck, who uh, just can't catch a break, living in the... Real shitty city of uh, uh -huh. Gotham. Uh -huh. And uh, as it goes on, he, he finds that uh, there might be a socialite that could possibly be his biological father. Mm -hmm. And uh, through the course of that, uh, just a bunch of shit happens to him. <laughs> it turns him into the Joker. God damn, I don't know what the fuck. There you go. It, there's not a lot that happens in this. It's no, mostly it, just kind of watching a man degrade. Yeah, it's kind of predictable a little bit. A little bit, yeah. So, I mean, if you've seen the trailer and you see kind of like where he starts and getting his shit rocked by a sign in the face. <laughs> and then by the end, he's like dancing around in Joker garb. You kind of can guess where yeah. it's all leading to. Yeah. You watch A to Z, and you're just like, oh, I just got to kind of fill in the rest of the letters from there. That's right. It's kind of easy. Um, so, earlier today on our Review Review Twitter page, yeah, uh, you posted, hey, send all your uh, thoughts about Joker uh, in so we can read them on the show. I retweeted it, had some people actually reply. Wow. I'd like to read other people's thoughts. About this Joker. They movie. actually tweet or do they email us? Tweeted. Oh. They tweeted okay. all up at me. Uh I need to Got find up in them. your DMs. Gotta hit gotta hit them DMs. Here we go. Uh where where is this? Where where is my Twitter at? You want me to pull it up? <laughs> um Mother F. Here we go. Got it right here. So I uh, retweeted saying, tell me what you thought of this movie. Is a controversy some bullshit? 
Here are my responses. There's some bullshit. We got one from Buck82. Loved every second of it, Troy. I was like, all right. All right. <laughs> Drew Allen, I loved it. I think the controversy was way overblown. Um, this movie was actually less violent than something like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I get the portrayals of violence are different, but I never felt Joker glorified it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the Pop Culture Punks podcast hey. responded, The movie was fantastic. I can see why it's stirring up some people, but I don't think the level of controversy is warranted at all. Okay. Uh, Virginia Blues all right. writes in, The controversy is bullshit! Oh, God. Uh, the film is bleak and dark, but I loved it. I've seen some terrible views on it, and I just don't get the hate. Uh, and then... Uh, oh, yeah, that was from Virginia Blues. And then one more response with... Uh, Janishir at Bennett Jan six two seven. Okay, <laughs> he said, "I love it." And yes, the controversy, controversy, controversy is total bullshit. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have said bullshit in the question because everyone's like bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. <laughs> I was just throwing bullshit in your face. <laughs> um, so there you have it. There, there was a ton of controversy. Con- yeah, contra- travesty. Everyone seems to be kiboshing this controversy um, about the movie, saying like it it uh, glorifies uh, like hate killing and all this kind of shit and yeah. violence and all that. Um, obviously, by the responses that I got on Twitter, everyone kind of thinks it's some bullshit. Yeah, and I would also like to agree, not entirely. Oh. Um, going against your followers, Troy. I agree with them, but I have not to the extent where I think it's complete bullshit. Okay, I'll get to more of it in spoilers because some of it yeah. is like at the very end of the movie. That yeah, I'm trying to talk about here, but I really think I feel this... like we might be on the same page on this. Thank you. Uh, we'll see, won't we? We'll see. <laughs> but I think the controversy was stirred up by. I don't know, somebody close to the movie, maybe even the, like, Warner Brothers. Yeah. To get butts in seats. Yeah. To, like, any press is good press type of deal. Yeah. It's like, this this movie will fucking shock you (laughs) to your core. It will offend you. And then people are like, well, I gotta see that. (laughs) I want to be offended. Well, the thing that they were, like, a lot of people were building up was, like, there's going to be incels everywhere. <laughs> I was like, what? Was that said? There's going to yeah, be Yeah, I was here like there was everywhere. like I guess like I was hearing stories about like if you were a white dude and you went by yourself, like they asked you, like they kind of profiled you a little bit. Oh, did they? Yeah. They didn't profile me. I went by myself. Yeah, but I mean you look like a dad. Oh, that's very true. <laughs> My doughy physique yeah, coming in there. You have a very dad-esque... <laughs> I'll let, go in with just my hands on my hips. I'll just have uh, one for that yeah. uh, Joker movie? Yeah. Give me that one with the clown boy in it. What's it called? <laughs> oh, never mind, sir. You can go right in. <laughs> I'll have a diet soda, please. <laughs> Watching the figure for the missus, you know. <laughs> Take a bear every day. Just good for my heart. <laughs> Take a bear a day. (laughs) 
took <laughs> took a, a baby aspirin before I got in here. <laughs> it's good for my heart. Uh, better, get, better get home and get my glass of red wine in <laughs> for the antioxidants, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that being said, I think the controversy is a little bit overblown in that part. But yeah. in spoilers, I'll elaborate more on like yes. an addendum I want to add to that. Yes. Um, I think Joaquin Phoenix is very good in this. Yeah. If I could jump right into some actor portrayals in this. By all means. Uh, I think he's the... Of all of the actors in this, he's by far the best one. Mm-hmm. Um, I was actually surprised at some of the actors they had in this. Um, as to why they needed to be them, I guess. Like, Mark Maron's in this movie, right? He's in it for like a split for a second. second. And I'm like, maybe he had a bigger part at maybe. one point and it was cut. Maybe. But like, it didn't need to be Mark Maron. Yeah. Like, why? Like, I even heard before, because Robert De Niro's in this movie as uh, this Murray. Murray. As like this uh, talk show host. Yeah. And I even heard that he had like a bit part, but he has got more of a, su- a substantial part yeah. in this movie. Yeah. After he was in it. a lot more than I thought he was going to be. Yeah. So, like, that didn't bother me. Like, okay, Robert De Niro, it, like, that's a good pick. And then also, yeah. um, uh, Zazie Beats is in this. Yeah. She's in it more than I also heard as well. Like, kind of sprinkled throughout. Yeah. Um, but that's a fun little twist on that character as well. If you don't know already, we'll get to it in spoilers. Yeah. Um, but overall, like, it's just Joaquin Phoenix. Like, throughout the entire movie. Yeah, everyone else is just kind of... Maybe bit players that kind of play around him that kind of move the plot along. Yeah. I did like the clown union, if that's what it is. <laughs> it's uh, like a rent-a-clown or something. Yeah, shit. yeah. I, I liked that little aspect and all the guys that are with him in that. Yeah. You only get to really know, like, two of them, really. Yeah. But even then, it's kind of like a fun little gang of clowns. <laughs> yeah. Kind of all bumming with each other. Um, but even then, like, they don't have a huge part either. Like, every scene in this is yeah. freaking Joaquin Phoenix. His mom, I think, plays a, a little bit more of a... Yeah, that's true. I, I was just going to bring her up. Francis... Uh, Francis Conroy. Yeah. she. I thought she did really well. Yeah, she was good. Um, I can't remember the last thing I've seen her in. Uh, but she looked like... Well, I want to say she, not only she, but, like, Joaquin Phoenix... They just look very sickly in yeah. this movie. Joaquin Phoenix especially. Yeah. There's that scene where like he's bent over like fucking with his shoes. Yeah. And, and you just like, see like every see vertebrae. His, yeah. You can almost see like his lungs. <laughs> yeah. Like it's it's like almost like machinist type skinny. There's a few scenes where he's like not quite machinist. Well, but I know, but like close. He's like dancing with his shirt off, and like he is like sucking in his gut or whatever, yeah. and you can like almost see his spine through his stomach. Yeah, like it's it's sickening yeah. how thin he got for to be. I guess just like the spindly version of the Joker, which mm-hmm. like is fairly comic accurate. Yeah, which I was kind of like applauding, like. Of all of the Jokers we've seen yeah. in the last 10 years, mm-hmm. we've got like a Heath Ledger one, we've got a 
uh this one and we got a uh uh the 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 suicide squad one jared leto <laughs> one yeah uh this one i feel like if i'm comparing it to the book it's the most comic accurate one okay i was gonna ask you without spoiling do you think because we were talking about how uh this movie could easily be a movie about a guy that becomes a killer clown that doesn't need to be called Joker. Yes. Do you think this movie is, in fact, a Joker movie? So, okay. I am in two minds of this. Okay. I... The the comic book lover of myself... Yeah. <laughs> feels like no. Okay. Even though it's the character is fairly comic accurate... Anything else that deals with, like, the Batman universe, Mm -hmm. like Gotham or other characters in this movie, is all surface level. Yeah. They, like, yes, it is set in a, quote, Gotham, but it is New York. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, even to the point where there's a garbage strike, which New York had. Yeah. But that's, like, more in the 70s. I think this one well, plays more in the it's 80s. In the, it takes place in 81. Yeah. And there's other characters in this that if they were just named something else, it wouldn't have made any difference. Yeah. Even interactions with other characters, it's like, if you took that out, it doesn't change the movie at all. Yeah. And even points where things are shoehorned in, I'm just yeah. like, what is the point of this? <laughs> yeah, I can see that. But, I don't know, like... I can see your point, but I do feel like they took the idea of what Joker is and they played it up in a way where it does kind of feel like the Joker character to me. I'm not, like, studied up on, like, comics or anything. Yeah. But I think it's an interesting take on, like, the mythology of what makes the Joker the Joker. Yeah. I And I don't disagree with you because in this little bottle that they've created this film in and this yeah. Joker yeah. here. I think it was well done. But like if you have a character in like an existing massive universe, could you like see a Superman showing up in this? Cuz they live in the same world. Yeah, but it doesn't have to be. No, I know it doesn't <laughs> have to be, but like at the same time like Yes, they made, like, a good Joker movie, but I can't see anything else in, like, a DC universe even existing in this movie. So why make it if you're going to be the only one in it? You know what I mean? They could have called this Pagliacci the movie, (laughs) and it wouldn't have made any difference. Pagliacci's a sad clown. (laughs) What, What would be any different? Like, if it was take place in New York, call it Pagliacci... And then you've got the same movie. I, I don't know. I think, <clears throat> like, taking the, like, people's even, like, vague idea of what the Joker is and then encompassing that into here's a person that becomes that vague idea of what you think the Joker is, uh-huh. I think adds a little more to the story itself. Yeah. And I think that's what makes it a good Joker movie. Like, it's... Taking out of taking out the idea that oh Superman could show up or something like I think as a standalone movie and having a vague idea of what the Joker is, I think it adds a little more to watching this origin of him. Yeah. The other mind I have the movie going mind. Yeah. 
I think it was very competently made. Yeah. And I like what they did with... Let's just say... Even if you didn't call him the Joker, just the character of Arthur Fleck. Yeah. I like what they did with his character. Yeah. In in this movie. Like, you got to learn about him. There's, like, mysteries that unravel. And then, like, he ends up being this... Like, it's kind of like Taxi Driver. Yeah. Right? So, like, it ends up kind of like that near the end, but you get to see the progression of it during the movie. Mm-hmm. And as a, that part of my review brain, I'm like, <laughs> that's, I think, very well handled. Yeah. It's just all this comic stuff that I'm just like, it doesn't need to be this. Okay. So that's why I'm, like, of two minds of it, and I don't know really what... Uh, uh, how they mesh. I, uh, don't answer if it's going to, like, ruin anything, but does it involve any kind of, like, like staple comic ideology that it ruins? Um, It doesn't ruin it for me, but in the Joker as a character does not have an origin. Yeah. And so, like, maybe this is just... A, a figment of his imagination, this whole story. Kind of <laughs> like how uh, Heath Ledger's tells different stories during the Dark Knight of, like, how he became who he was. Yeah. Maybe this is just a, a story he's telling somebody else. Mm-hmm. And it may not have been real or whatever at all, you know? Yeah. Um, But I... uh even though I'm, like, hypocritical about saying that because, like, my favorite movie is, like, Batman 89 and they full out give Joker an origin <laughs> in it. Even to the point where Joker, like, kills his parents. <laughs> so I'm just like, oh, God. Um, but that's neither here nor there because it's just all nostalgia working yeah. against me for that one. And no, like, I, I get where you're coming from with that, but I think... And my my idea of it is that, like, you can still have that Joker where you don't know an origin for him. But I think this is fun because it gives you an idea of what could make someone into that kind of person. Yeah. And I don't think if you didn't get to see that origin, you would care at all. Because yeah. the, that's the story. Yeah. You know? Um, but, uh, yeah. So that's kind of my thoughts without, like, spoiling other details in it. Because yeah. there's some stuff I do want to get into once oh, we start yeah, dropping. Oh, yeah. For sure. For sure. Some real some real deets. Mm-hmm. Um, so what did you think about the, like little small aspects of the Joker? Like just him as like a character altogether. Not, not so much as when he is the Joker, but like yeah. the lead up into that. I thought it was interesting. Cause <clears throat> I like the idea that like a lot of his afflictions are kind of, uh, um, like, they're kind of, uh, they play against type, almost. Like, especially, like, the fact that, like, he laughs when he's nervous. And, like, he dances when he's, like, dealing with something that was traumatic to him. Uh-huh. Like, it's a lot of stuff where, like, he, his coping mechanisms are kind of taken as, like, acts of joy. Uh-huh. And people take that in a completely different way, which, like, I like that because it, it makes him, like... It, that's a good way to make him the Joker. And it makes you look at the character of the Joker in a completely different way where like I'm, a person on the outside could look at him as a madman, but 
like getting to know him and knowing that these are just like really these are like nervous ticks almost kind of makes you feel like oh man he's like when he does stuff and it looks like he's happy that he's doing it he's actually like suffering yeah i so the whole thing in it you find out this fairly early on in the movie is that he's got like a condition where like he just laughs uncontrollably mm mm-hmm. mhm and it's like a mental condition. He even has like a card that he'll hand somebody if he's like in a fit. Yeah. It's like, hey, this is a condition. I can't stop laughing. And he whatever. plays that really good too because he makes like laughing look like a seizure sometimes where he's like trying to stop himself and he's like choking. Yeah. He's like almost out of breath, but he can't stop. Yeah. Like that, I am still on the fence on. I've heard a lot of people really like that. But like, I think it's like a way on the nose for joker you know what i mean but no i like it though because you can i'm not it's just my opinion for me i take it as like you're watching this person like for it's taking like the idea of the character of the joker and turning it on its head where you're seeing it from a perspective of someone who is feeling completely different feelings than how he's portraying like you see this madman that's killing people and laughing then you see this guy that laughs when he's uncomfortable and when he's nervous where it's like he's driven to do these things and maybe and he's not happy when he does this shit like maybe he's just he's genuinely upset that he's killing these people so like i i just don't know if i can get behind that so much because i would like a joker that knows what he's doing and he's laughing because he not so much finds joy in it i guess but finds the world ridiculous and it's just like i'm gonna laugh all this shit off because what matters yeah i don't necessarily like like him having a nervous tick and he's just gonna laugh but in the same sense i did like it because there's a point in the movie where he goes and visits a stand-up comic yeah and he's like laughing at like all the wrong times yeah and I really like that moment, but I don't know if that's even like his nervous ticker so much that he doesn't understand comedy really. And he's like just trying to fit in. Yeah. And I really like that scene where everyone's quiet and then he'll be like, <laughs> and laughing at nothing. Right. Yeah. And then you get to see like him scribbling in his notebook because like at one point he's like, I'm going to be a stand up comic. And it's just like he's like writing jokes. Yeah, he's shit. writing jokes, but like the jokes are just like fucked up shit. <laughs> yeah, and like uh, the one of his notes is like must tell more jokes about sex. Everybody yeah. loves sex jokes, which I like. I love that shit because it's like it's like a, if an alien came down from space yeah. and it's like these people really fucking love sex. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so like that. <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny, like, how he's just, like, so socially inept yeah. that he doesn't understand how this, like, works at all. Yeah. He's, like, treating it like a science, like, he's just trying to find a way to just, like, how do I get people to laugh without understanding how laughter works? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or comedy at all. Yeah. But, you know, it was kind of funny. So, like, he eventually gets up on stage. I don't know. Hopefully this isn't a spoiler. I don't think it is, but he eventually, like, tries his hand at stand-up, right? Yeah. And he tells, like, you he does just as well as you think he's going to. He's going <laughs> to s- just totally suck it up, right? 
But his, I thought his jokes were so lame that I did laugh at him. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe it was just because I'm just like, this sucks. And I started laughing. But, like, they were super lame, like, kid dad jokes. And I'm like, yeah. these are great. <laughs> and so I got a kick out of them. But yeah. otherwise, <laughs> it, it was terrible. Now, they do have a portrayal of Thomas Wayne in this. What did you think of that? kind of turning that on its head um i thought it was okay i liked um well yeah, i think he said at the top of the show but i uh i liked his incorporation in this and it was a fun little twist with him and his mom yeah for a minute and then uh i was like oh that's kind of interesting uh but then, kind of, any of the surrounding characters around Thomas Wayne, I was just like, eh, that didn't need to be here so much. Okay. Well, we'll talk about yeah, more of that in spoilers. Because I really don't have much else about it non-spoiler-wise. Yeah, it's besides... kind of hard to get into outside of, just because it's, like, the plot that we do have to talk about, it's... It's just it's mostly spoilers. Like yeah. there's not really much of a plot beyond just watching this man dissolve into madness. Right. So would you recommend like a trip to the theater to see this? You know what I would. I had a lot of fun with it. Like there are I do have some uh some setbacks about it that I'll talk that I can only really talk about in spoilers. Uh-huh. But I think it's enjoyable enough that I think it's it's worth seeing in the theaters. Okay, yeah, I think I had a good enough time seeing this in the theater as well. Um, especially if you can catch it, like, on a matinee show, definitely go for it. Yeah. If you're not into, like, I, I don't know, it. if you've ever seen, like, Taxi Driver or, like, The Kings of Comedy or, like, Falling Down or something, yeah. it'll kind of give you that same kind of feeling Yeah. if you're leaving the movie. So if you didn't like that... Maybe don't see it in the theater. Okay. See it at home. That's that's probably a good... If you don't like leaving the theater, like, upset. <laughs> <laughs> like, physically... Because, like, not that the movie, I don't think, was bad in that sense. Yeah. But, like, just that it is not, like, a peppy ending. It's not... Yeah, it's not uplifting right. in any way. <laughs> so, that's what I'm getting at. So, spoilers from here on out. Yeah. Let's touch on the Thomas Wayne stuff since we just kind of were yeah. dabbling in it. Okay. So, a twist at one part of the movie is that uh, Penny Fleck, yeah. Arthur's mom, keeps bragging on that she's writing letters to, t- to Thomas Wayne and is awaiting some sort of response. Yeah. Never getting it, right? Mm-hmm. Well, at one point, she leaves a letter on the coffee table. Arthur reads it, finds out that he is the son of Thomas Wayne and Penny. Yeah. And it's like, oh, shit, they're doing, like, a whole maybe Joker is Batman's stepbrother or something like yeah. that. In, like, a context of this yeah. universe. Yeah, half-brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That doesn't end up being true. But, I don't know, we'll, we'll talk about it. Right, I guess, yeah. Um, <laughs> because... There's, like, newspaper articles later on that says, like, he's adopted. Well, not newspaper articles. There's a... 
just a uh there's like a she he, he finds like a paper that says he was adopted. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um and so that kind of wipes that under the table, but for a little bit you're like kind of riding on this thing like, "Oh my god, like this is kind of interesting." And um there hasn't been many like interpretations of Thomas Wayne being kind of like this like kind of being like that, you know, like uh like a shyster yeah <laughs> behind the scenes except mm-hmm. for like one other comic that i read where he may be having an affair with somebody else besides his you know being with somebody besides his wife yeah but even that one it's just like a mean-spirited universe like kind of like this yeah <laughs> it's the one where batman shows his dick oh perfect <laughs> so it's a perfect yeah perfect <laughs> storm of dick and adultery um dick and adultery the batman story <laughs> yeah so, I mean, later on, he kind of learns, like, oh, no, I'm adopted, so that's not really true. But that's even after he goes and sees, like, the Wayne estate and runs into Bruce at yeah. the gate. Yeah. And then has, like, that interaction with him there. But, like, Bruce is, like, what, eight? Yeah. Maybe in here. They even have, like, uh, Alfred be kind of a dick in this, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they never say it's Alfred during the movie, but in the credits, he's credited as Alfred, yeah. <laughs> so it definitely is Alfred. But, like, it's, uh, so that weird interaction there is what I was kind of talking about with, like, peripheral Thomas Wayne characters with the other Waynes. Yeah. Like, Bruce is, like, so non-existent in this movie. Yeah, and I didn't want him to be. No, yeah, I didn't want him to be in the movie at all, really. Yeah. It just, like, leans too hard on, like, trying to make it, like, a Batman mythos part of the movie. And then, like, there's a part at the very end that shoehorned in. I'm like, really? You're gonna do this? Yeah. And it's, like, the murder of Thomas Wayne and... But, like, with my idea of what I think it is, I think it makes sense. Okay, do you want to get there now or do you want to build to it later? Eh, Yeah, we can. Because we're kind of talking about it. Where, like... Uh, when they reveal that uh, Thomas Wayne isn't his dad, it's mostly, like, yeah, there's documents that say that he's adopted and stuff, but beyond that, like, there's not really much evidence beyond, like, him imagining that his that he's she's being told by, like, officials that, like, yeah, he's not your dad, like, he's adopted yeah. and all this stuff. And, like, we're given enough... Uh, visions throughout the movie that shows that like we're seeing this through his eyes so like the things that he's seeing sometimes are not real yeah so like and especially with someone as powerful as thomas wayne and especially someone that's running for mayor yeah like you definitely make sure that shit gets swept under the rug right so like i went into i went into this thinking like well fuck what if that's all bullshit what if he really is his son because like you see uh, Penny Fleck, and she's really not that crazy. Like she's she's kind of homely, and she's kind of dependent on our Ar- on Arthur, but she doesn't come off like this schizophrenic crazy person that Thomas Wayne tries to t- pull like portray her as. Right, and especially like at the at that one point when like Arthur is seeing her being uh like uh interviewed by these orderlies at this insane asylum, like being like. 
just like like she's just seems like super crazy there but then throughout the movie she seems pretty level-headed yeah and i think it that's that would be more of a of a better story and a more of a tragedy where like he convinces himself that he's not a, that he is adopted which caused him to kill his mom and then all these actions lead up to thomas wayne leading to his own death mm-hmm. where like he never took responsibility for for someone he brought into this world that leads that and that it's in itself leads to his death. Mm. But I mean, that's a fun little headcanon to follow, but I, I didn't take that in them. Like I kind of took it as like, yeah, Penny is a little bit, uh, not all there, a little bit delusional. Yeah. Uh, cause I, I mean, I took it as like, yeah, Arthur is adopted. Like he's not, I don't, even though the people who created this movie, I don't think give a shit about any sort of like lineage or whatever <laughs> yeah. that go with like any of the surrounding characters. Mm-hmm. So I don't put it past them that they were like, yeah, let's throw that out there, see what they think. Yeah. But I just think like even then, it's like too coincidental that Batman's main nemesis end up <laughs> in in the future tense would be his brother. Yeah. That's also Joker. <laughs> it's like, come on. You know, that's that's too too much. But this is more this is all hypothetical though. We're not like going into this like this needs I to know. be canon. This is whatever. Like this is like taking like a hypothetical idea of it and spe- and I think the way the reason why the movie portrays it as like you are led to believe yeah, he's not adopted is because you are seeing this through Arthur's eyes. So in order to like see it through his eyes, you you you, you yourself need to be convinced that he's that he's adopted. Yeah. So, like, you do get to that point where it's like, oh, so that was all bullshit. But then, like, when you look back on it, then you're just kind of like, but was he, though? And then, like, especially, like, at the end, when it's, like, you can see that it's in the future because, like, the psychiatrist chick has, like, gray in her hair. Yeah. And he's, like, she, like, at, like he's laughing. She's, like, oh, what what are you laughing about? Oh, a joke. He wouldn't get it. And he's, like, thinking back to, like, Thomas Wayne do- being dead. Like, he's thinking back, like... I'm, I took that as, like, he's thinking back to, like, what if he was my dad? Then all this was his fault. Hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. It's very interesting. Uh, I, uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I'm still, like, balancing of what I <laughs> think of this overall. But anyway, I'm still, like, a firm, I'm still standing firm as, like, any like Gotham centric stuff, yeah, is all. It could all be swapped out with whatever. Yeah. So, the, overall, like the Wayne stuff, I'm like, it, if it wasn't Thomas Wayne and it was just like a another rich billionaire running for mayor, you could still have that same Penny storyline writing to the mayor who has like this clean cut family and kids and stuff. It's like, oh no, you have this like son over here that i'm raising for you or whatever Mm -hmm. and you could still have that same story you could but i think because there's so much rich history with batman and people kind of knowing like even with like a vague idea of what it is like people have a connection to that and so they're invested in the idea of like what made this the way it did and even with this being a hypothetical story it's fun to kind of take that idea into into account yeah like you could take something you could take something that's just 
like a nameless billionaire and like whatever but i don't think it'd have the same impact and it wouldn't have like the same i like it wouldn't give you the same ideas as he would like knowing knowing where it leads as opposed to like oh well i, I don't know how this is gonna end up but i guess it's gonna be bad <laughs> <laughs> yeah like, I think you have more of an idea of where it's going to go because you know the history of of these characters. Yeah, well, I mean, I, and I was also trying to step into like the eyes of somebody coming in that doesn't know anything about comics. Yeah, because I was actually going. I the very beginning of this, it shows like the old timey Warner Brothers logo. Yeah, but it has no mention of DC Comics <laughs> at all, like nothing. And so I'm like, oh, they're kind of just, like, pushing that aside. So going yeah. in, let's say you didn't know, oddly enough, that <laughs> Joker, the most popular villain of all time, isn't, like, a comic book character. Yeah. Would you get any of the Thomas Wayne references? Yeah, probably not. No. So, like, what's the point? Yeah. I mean, I mean, most of the people seeing this do but get that, it. Well, so well the point is shorthand. they just won't get the Thomas Wayne references. It's not, it's not like... We, like, if people don't know what it is, they're not going to be like, Thomas Wayne. But yeah. it's just it's just a name to them. But for yeah. people that have an idea of it, then they they have a connection that they can connect the dots to something in the future that can make them imagine, like, oh, well, then this must lead to this. And I like the idea that, uh, like, I love how it, like, almost kind of... Uh, pulls apart, like, the ide- ideology of Batman itself... Where, like, you know where Bruce is going to go from here, and he's going to get revenge for his family, and the way he does that is fighting criminals, but you've spent an entire film watching this person being beaten down by, like, the like the system around him, where it's like, he, like Batman's going to spend his entire life thinking that he has to fight criminals, when it's like, you're a fucking billionaire, you could invest in these <laughs> fucking neighborhoods and make them better and then fight crime that way but you're so right. fucking like you're, you have such fucking horse blinders on yourself that you're gonna be <laughs> like nope that person's bad i gotta beat that person up so you're just part of the problem yeah which it just o- almost kind of like rips apart the ideology of batman itself yeah the and like at one point in the movie too thomas wayne has a speech where he's it's kind of like a fun little nod to like what's gonna happen in the future, or whatever. Just like mm-hmm. people wear masks are cowards and yeah. all that kind of stuff. I'm like, yeah, that's kind of fun. Yeah, and <laughs> and you almost see like Thomas Wayne is. You can kind of see where Bruce gets it, where he sees he sees it as you need to fix people one by one. Where he never talks about cleaning up the streets. He talks about fixing people. Yeah, like it's always like I'm gonna help the people. Like they're. Like, he, he calls them, like, clowns and fools and shit, but it's yeah. like, but I, I need to be in power so I can help them. Where he only sees, he sees the people, as, like, the people as sick as opposed to, no, it's their surroundings, it's what they're growing up in, that's what that's what's causing them to act out. Yeah. And Bruce Wayne's gonna have the exact same mentality, but they're just gonna be running in circles because they're trying to, they're trying to fix a problem that... That's way bigger than what they're trying to do. Yeah. So, uh, moving on to other characters. So, Zazzy Beats is in this. Yeah. And she's got a fun, like, little, I guess, arc. So, you thought that was fun? I didn't like that at all. Um, The whole Tyler, like, Zazzy Beats is Tyler Durden yeah, bullshit. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, okay, so... <laughs> 
to be perfectly honest, too, like at the reveal of this, I may have been sleeping. <laughs> and so I only heard about it after like I read up on other things or like if I missed something. And I was like, oh, yeah. So like she was all imaginary. So thinking about like maybe she even like was an, a neighbor of his, right? Like, well, she, no, she was a neighbor because they have that. They have a scene did in you the see? elevator. Well, no, they have a scene at the end when, like, when he finds out that he's not adopted, he goes to her apartment, and she says, "Do you need me to call someone?" And then that's when it pops in his head that, oh, this, she's never been with me at, at this whole time. Okay, yeah, I definitely was taking a bit of a snooze there. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I've been waking up at three a.m. I was sleepy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he, like, goes into her apartment because he's like, I've had a bad day, I need someone to talk to. And she's like, well, do you need me to call your mom? Like, what? I know you live down the hall. And then, like, it pops in his head that all these times that he's seen her has just been, like, he's made her up just based off this one interaction they had with each other. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't I didn't mind it so much. Like, I, I kind of like that uh, during the movie he's, like, on the some sort of multiple medications yeah or whatever and then like because shit's eventually just hitting the fan everywhere in his life yeah like his uh psychiatrist that he goes to like kind of goes tits up and like the, yeah. it's a government program or whatever and like mm -hmm. they're just cutting it for the city or whatever because there's yeah. no money for it yeah and then, so he can't get his medications anymore, and with that, like, he is slowly getting weaned off these. Mm -hmm. And so, like, the world around him is becoming a little bit more clearer for him. Yeah. As he's not clouded all the time by being doped up on medication. Yeah. And so I kind of like that, too, because he's... Not that you really see a whole lot of a difference until the very end. He just seems more confident in himself the farther this movie progresses. Yeah. Um, that doesn't mean he's making any like better decisions. No, <laughs> but like he's more confident in what he's doing is like, yeah, I'm going to do it because I think this is the right thing to do, especially when he's like really leaning towards being the Joker, like near the end, mm -hmm. like near like the third act or whatever it yeah. is. Um, and I, I, I like the idea of him using that based on like, the fact that you you build those relationships in your head based off of, like, one interaction. Yeah. Like, I mean, I remember, like, when I was younger and I was, like, I was feeling lonely. Like, I would do that. Like, someone would just, like, smile at me and then I'd be like, oh, man, what if she really was into me? <laughs> and, like, shit like that. So, like, I, I did shit like that before. <laughs> so, like, I, but I don't like that he invented it so much that he, like, imagined her in, mm. in these situations where it was like he didn't understand that she wasn't there. Like it felt kind of forced to me. Yeah, I suppose if you like took it out, it doesn't really change the movie at all. No. Uh the only thing it really does is show that he was like kind of worse off than what you even thought. Yeah, like he, yeah, you spent most of the movie being like, well, at least he has her and then yeah. at the end you like, oh, yeah, he doesn't he didn't even have her. Yeah. So you're like, oh, wow, he was really kind of fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> but then but like, that's like the only real reveal yeah. you get from it though. Yeah. And then throughout like then I was also kind of being like, oh well this is kind of stupid like he would just she would just always like 
weight on him hand and foot kind of like there was really no dimension to their relationship but she was just always kind of there yeah so i was like i was in the end i was like i was kind of hoping this was fucking fake because <laughs> it's like this shit makes no fucking sense why is she always here for him i they had like nothing in common i did find it like peculiar like i'm Oh, you, you went to a show and you were laughing at him. But then again, I was like, I laughed at it. So, like, <laughs> I didn't know maybe it's like she's just humoring him or, like, she deep down thinks he's, like, he's a fine guy. Yeah. But, uh, nah. I should have maybe, like, taken a big, huge hint, like, earlier in the movie where he's watching the Murray show. Yeah. With uh, his mother in bed and then, like, imagines himself in the audience he gets called up on stage and yeah. like hugs him and starts crying and all that stuff mm-hmm. and then he like snaps back out of it and is like back in his mom's bedroom yeah and i think that's why that's why they do stuff like that like him seeing that and him seeing zazzy beats throughout like a lot of a lot of like what he sees is unreliable so like who's to say like when he was going through those files that he just made up that paper that says he's adopted like he just because there's nothing to really say that he wasn't adopted, that he's just a- believing now that he's adopted. Yeah. Like, shit like that. Like, I don't know. Like, it, it, he's, like, an unreliable narrator because you see it through his eyes. Yeah. So, like, that's why I kind of want to believe at the end that Thomas Wayne was his dad all along. I mean, there. I mean, it kind of, like, does another 180 near the end when you see the a younger picture of Penny and on the back it says, like, love TW. Yeah. So, it's like, maybe they did have a little bit of fling if they worked there. It doesn't matter at this point. Nah, not really. Like, if yeah. maybe if he is or isn't, like, a real son of Thomas Wayne. I was like, yeah, I don't know. Whatever's, whatever's clever, <laughs> yeah. feller. Uh, <laughs> that was a very stressed, hard rhyme that uh, didn't work, but I'm pressing on. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of dancing in this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like... Almost to the point where Joaquin Phoenix is either running like a dope. Like, do you notice that he, like, has, like, this huge, long, oh, yeah. clown-like run? Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> throughout the whole movie. And then, if he's not doing that, he's just dancing around a room. <laughs> yeah. It's very strange. I I proved it that I could do the dance in my kitchen you did. earlier tonight. You did it perfect. I nailed it. <laughs> More. But, but like, as as we said before, like, I like the whole idea of him dancing where, like, I think, like, the first time he kills someone, he dances afterwards. Like, it's, like, his way of coming down from, like, doing something terrible. Like, that's why I like all these, like, he does these things that are mainly used for celebration, but he kind of uses them to cope with the terrible things that he does. Yeah. Where, like, I know you said he didn't like it so much, but I like it as kind of... That's what makes him the wild card. That's what makes him someone that people can't really relate to because they see what what they see as celebration he's doing to cope with the thing with the things that he's doing. Uh to to add on to the dancing a little bit. So like when he's fully like first time jokered up and he's dancing down the staircase yeah. that you see in the trailer. Yeah. Um there's like two cops watching him from the top. Yeah. And the whole time it's like he's dancing kind of in slow motion and it's to like this whole soundtrack. Yeah. And it's like kind of a dancing really, to Gary Glitter. Yeah. He's <laughs> like it's a pretty cool moment, right? Yeah. Where this whole thing comes to pass. Yeah. But then there's like 
a two second like cop's eye view of him dancing with yeah. no music yeah. just like in real time on and they're one just of the like, stoops what the fuck and it's like he looks so ridiculous and it made me think of that david bowie mick jagger like uh oh. that fucking fake music video where they take out the music and you just hear like their feet scraping on the ground <laughs> or it kind of made me think of like that part in uh in avengers endgame when they're watching fucking uh uh, ah, shit! When they're watching uh, Star Lord dancing, yes, that's exactly <laughs> right. Or like the episode of It's Always Sunny where they go to their high school reunion and they yeah. do this whole big dance number and their heads are fucking <laughs> killing. But they pan out and they're just like fucking trashed and drunk and it's <laughs> shitty. That's that 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 was really funny. But by that that two seconds you get to like see from their perspective, they like yell yeah. at him and cut him off, and then he just like bolts or whatever. Yeah. So that that was kind of funny because like a lot of moments of him like doing like a little bit of a dance are played with like a cool like soundtrack behind him. Mm-hmm. And speaking of like the music in this, I thought the score was really good in this movie. Oh yeah, it's like that haunting strings that yeah. they're just kind of holding out like one note. Yeah, like I thought it was really good. Like, yeah, if I made... could find the soundtrack. I yeah. would play that. It all definitely the time. like felt like made you feel uneasy yeah for sure and i even really liked well i wouldn't say really like but i liked the song choices in this as well yeah i did find that odd jock jam song to be the gl- a little gary odd. glitter song yeah to be like <laughs> strange i don't know why of all the ones in that it's this one but then you have like i would almost say like quintessential like uh Scorsese staples, like yeah. kind of like a Frank Sinatra esque. I don't know. It kind of reminded me of like that weird part in It Chapter Two when they like play like "Take My Breath Away" before like he gets puked on. <laughs> I never went there, but like, I don't disagree. No, it's just it, yeah. It just it just struck me as like being kind of off. Like like especially that part in It Chapter Two is like, why are they playing "Take My Breath Away" for like a split second? Is getting puked on. Yeah. Strange. I don't know. Yeah. This is strange music choices in clown movies. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's an ongoing... That's that's the theme of 2019. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else did I want to bring up? So, before we got into spoilers, we were kind of talking about, like, the initial controversy of the... Con- Why can't I say controversy? Controversy, Troy. Um, Controversy's kisses. Po- <laughs> pose the question, do I think it's some bullshit yeah um i think half of like maybe maybe even three quarters of it yes is like a ploy to get butts in seats yeah but if i could jump to the end of the movie yeah where he is on the murray talk show and like okay let me preface also this how the fuck did he get on the show (laughs) so like (laughs) They have, I guess, like, a, they must have taped his performance yeah. from that laugh studio, comedy club. Some people yeah. call him. I call him laugh, laugh studio. studio. <laughs> uh, brain broken, and they, and they sh- I'm, I have too many things going on there right now. <laughs> You're going to get what I say. Uh, and they show it on the Murray show as, like, just kind of poking fun at him. And he calls him a joker or whatever. Look yeah. at this joker. Ah, da, 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 da. 
so does he actually get invited back on the show or does he just show up? No, they invite him. He gets called by like his producer. Like, yeah, that's the thing that kind of rubs me the wrong way too, is there's so many parts where things happen just so they can play out a scene that's convenient for the plot. Cause like, again, like when those two clown guys show up, uh-huh. it's for almost no reason at all. Like yeah. when he kills the one guy, right. by, like stabbing him in the eye. Yeah. It's almost for no reason at all. They just kind of show up. Yeah. Like, like there's like a couple scenes like that where they just kind of make things happen just to help the plot along. See, I didn't, I didn't think that so much for that scene. Because, like, the, the bigger guy kind of fucked him over earlier and he lost his job there. Yeah. So they're kind of over, like, they come over to make amends because they found out he, like, lost his mom, even though he smothered his mom in his bed. Yeah. But, but the uh, guy fucking hates him. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, but it's the only two you got to know. <laughs> so yeah. So they're going to be the ones that show yeah. up. So and, they just kind of show up just so that he can have a scene where he kills one of them. Right. To get his uh just desserts, you know. Yeah. Get a little bit of revenge. Yeah. Like if I was that guy and I knew the guy fucking hated me and he was crazy, I wouldn't just go to his go to his apartment with like the smallest guy that I know <laughs> to be like, you know, <laughs> hey, let's talk let's talk to this guy. You know what was actually funny about that scene? So like when Arthur like lets him in and goes and locks the door when yeah. the uh little clown was trying to like escape and he couldn't oh, reach the lock. I'm like Okay, that's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, people were like busting a gut when that was happening, and I was like, "We just watched a guy get stabbed in the face." <laughs> yeah. And then like, like everyone's covered in blood, and then they're like, "Hey, can you help me out, Arthur?" Yeah. <laughs> like the I the irony of that was I thought pretty funny. I didn't bust a gut because a guy just got his head. People were losing their shit during it, and I was like. What the fuck is happening? Yeah, right now? I don't know. That's I don't think that's an appropriate reaction to seeing that. But the it's funny, not in a haha way. It's like funny little irony as well. Yeah. Oh, look at that! Yeah, you can't reach the lock. <laughs> they must have planned it that way. Oh, look at that! Look at that! What was I leading up to eventually? Huh? Oh, um, the controversy. Yeah, yeah. Or the you were talking about like how it got on the show. Okay, so yeah, he got on the show, which it just makes the people that brought him to the show and had him in the green room had to suspect he's a fucking whack job, right? Yeah. Like, he just doesn't seem right in the head, and they're yeah. pretty much going to let him come on. With a gun. With, with, yeah, they don't <laughs> pat him down. Like, I mean, maybe it's the 80s, so they don't care That's about true. this. That's so true. I'll chalk it up to it's the 80s. Yeah. But even then, they're like, they don't have anything planned for him. Like, he's just going to come out and do whatever he wants. Yeah. And it's like, uh, I don't know if that's a good thing. Like, know. you know nothing about this guy. And doesn't the Murray Franklin show seem like the most boring fucking show? Yes. Okay. Like, it looks like it's made for, like, 60-year-old women. Yes. <laughs> I Because, like, even though I didn't... I, I didn't hate Robert De Niro as, like, the host. Yeah. I don't think he's, like, a fun host to watch either. No. So, like, like when he's he... not, like, yeah, he's not, like, a Johnny Carson or something. Like, everything he does, it it, it strikes me as, like, geriatric. Yes. Like, like I, even I'm how glad they... you th- agree with me on this, because, like, I was thinking, like, this is 
a kind of a shitty talk show. <laughs> like yeah. that's what I was thinking. And even at the time. end, when he's just like, "Well, as we say every night, that's life," and yeah. then they just play, "That's life." <laughs> that's oh, life. <laughs> this sound. This seems like the most old person show. <laughs> they might have just had fucking Lawrence Welk to be his band leader. <laughs> <laughs> There's a fucking reference for you, millennials. <laughs> but yeah, everything about it just struck me as like this looks. This just feels like something that you find on like fucking TV Land or some shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, so he comes on, and obviously, he's full on Joker at this point. Well, not full on, but he's like. He's there. Yeah, he's full he's, on. Uh, he's on the cusp. I would say he's full on after he takes the action during the show. Yeah. And he, like, kind of riles up the crowd and starts talking about, like, yeah, he admits to the whole world that, like, yeah, I'm yeah, the he, guy he murdered those three those guys three in the subway. Yeah. Because, like, uh, people are, they kick me when they're down. If I died on the street, you would step all over me. You wouldn't yeah. even care. Yeah. And, like, this is the point from here on to, like, the end where I'm, like, I think some people could take this and run with it. Yeah. Less intelligent people. That's, yep, you you're, you meet me right where I was thinking. Could take like, that. This is, this is what made me kind of uh, hesitant towards, like, really liking it was the end just kind of felt like, I think when you're diving into, um subject material like this that's really revel like prevalent to this point in time yeah like you need to like i wouldn't say you have to tread lightly but at least set up something where like it has a message and then the message of this was like well if they ain't gonna listen to you then fuck them yeah let's let's riot <laughs> like whoa <laughs> Yeah, let's blow this fucking dude's head off on live TV. Yeah, but I didn't even mind that, but it was I like... I didn't mind that either, but I'm just like... But, like, at the end, like, you saw these people being... Like, just this entire neighborhood being beaten down. And then at the end, they all riot and, like, beat the shit out of people and fucking set buildings on fire and set cars on fire. And you never really see, like, a downside to that. Yeah. It's just like we're they're not listening to us, so let let's make it sure that they hear us. And then there's never anything after that being like that was a bad idea. It was like okay. Yeah, so much so <laughs> that like so obviously that went out on live TV of him just executing Murray. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like all of the other people now donned as clowns uh because of uh Thomas Wayne's comment um I, I kind of like the whole ramping up to that. So, like, Thomas Wayne called, like, all these people clowns, and they took, like, very, yeah like, offense to that. And so, like, you well, not even offense. It's like, yeah, they call us clowns, and we'll be, like, clowns. And then we're going to fucking dress up as clowns, and we're going to protest. And I don't even mind that it was, like, a whole protest thing. That's kind yeah. of, like, a cool idea. But then, to the point where, like, yeah, he blows his head off on live TV, and he's just, like... Yeah, I fucking don't care. Like I, I'm downtrodden. This is what people get. This is what they deserve. Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, he even says this is what you deserve. And it's like, if you are watching this, and I can just see people taking that last speech and running with that. Yeah. Rather than see like 
the beginning of the movie where he has totally obvious mental problems yeah. and just not caring about that at all. But the thing and is, and then he becomes a fucking pariah. Yeah, and uh, like a like at the very end of this, and then the, but then the thing is, like, then you see a bunch of people that are acting like him that you don't see have mental like deficiencies like he does yeah even like the person that kills thomas wayne and his fam and his wife right you don't know him for anything right and he does the exact same thing joker does just does it to the waynes right (laughs) where it's like he's inspired by this so it's like you can take you can take his actions as oh this is this is the uh ramblings of like a of a mentally disturbed person but the fact that he inspires a bunch of people that are downtrodden and then they show that as well they got away with it i guess so i guess that's the only really means that's the only real action they have to take right like it almost kind of inspires people to be like well if you feel down if you feel like you're disenfranchised and you're being shit on by the people that are the class above you you should riot and fucking <laughs> set, shit, set shit on fire and right. shoot rich people in the street. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, Ugh. that, yeah, I left being like, this feels like the end of this movie felt like an angry rant to me. Yeah, a little bit. I And that was the thing that kind of made me a little uneasy about it. Yeah, same. So I, I, I was talking with Ghost Hunter Dave about this last night because he went and saw it. And he actually said that this movie feels irresponsible. That, and like, and I, I do too. And like coming out in like this point in time and like thinking that like people won't take that message. Like they'll, yeah. they'll read the subtext. I'm like, no, they won't. <laughs> They're going to take the what thing. they like and run with it. Yeah, but you see, yeah, but you see, like, fucking, it just felt like, I think, to be, like, a message that people can take to heart, like, it needs to be something that, I don't know, like, it just, this felt like an angry, like like I said, this felt like an angry rant to me, this felt like someone being like, well, if these motherfuckers aren't gonna listen to us, then we're gonna fucking burn down their houses, we're gonna fuck up their neighborhoods, and we're gonna fucking show them what we really mean. Yeah. Where I was like, whoa. Which is weird, like, coming from people who are, like, well off, like, making yeah. this movie. <laughs> yeah, but, but I don't know, but it, it felt like there was, like, a whole lot of frustration and anger behind the end of this, and I think it was, like, I, it did, it struck me as not much different off from, like, someone getting on like a 24-hour news thing being like, you know what these fuckers need? They needed this. Yeah. Or I was like, man, man, putting this at the end of this movie, it's just like... (laughs) Yeah. Like, I I get what you're... I get, like, the whole idea of showing people feeling disenfranchised and, like, the idea of uh, things not being properly funded and then, like, the products of that uh, not proper funding... But then to go off and be like, well, if they're not going to help us, then fuck them and let's burn this place to the ground. Yeah. Then you're not so much, like, spreading awareness. You're just spreading propaganda, kind of. Yeah. Um, And it's... It kind of pains me to even, like, bring that even up because... 
as an art piece, like, I don't feel like it needs to be censored. Like, they can no. make any movie they want. And that's not what I'm trying to say. Like, I don't feel like it shouldn't ever be that. It's just, like, a bad time in history for this movie to come out. Yeah. Because, <laughs> not... like, if this movie would have came out in the 80s, it would have been just as popular as, like, Taxi yeah. Driver or whatever. Yeah. Taxi Driver being, like, a lot of people's, like, top movies. And yeah. it's like, watch that now, and it's like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> When there's a mass shooting every week. Yeah. And this also kind of takes the idea of, like, you know, I'm not, like, the biggest fan of, like, rich people. But it takes, <laughs> yeah, but it, 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 it portrays anyone that has any wealth of any any way of just looking like a total dick. Yeah. You never really get, like, that idea of, like, what about, like, the people that are rich that just don't understand? Like, I, that's the, I think that's, like the whole i why there's such a discrepancy in like classes nowadays is just one side does, does, doesn't understand the other side and i feel like this almost kind of reinforces it where everyone that's on like this rich end is just so fucking just dumb and doesn't really <laughs> understand the this this lower class and then everyone that's down there and everyone that's like on the lower class you see how they're being like mistreated and how there's no funding and shit. Like what about like the people that just don't really get it? Like the rich people that are just like, Oh, well I, I never really understood that. Right. I'm living, I've been living in my bubble for however long. And I think everyone is like that. Everyone is kind of lives in their own bubble that they don't really understand one side or the other. But with this, it just felt like so angry at the end, especially with everything that was building up to it, where it was just, Man, like, it feels like you're kind of yelling instead of just <laughs> trying to figure out a common, like, a common commonality to try and fix something. Like, it, this movie didn't want to fix something. It wanted to, like, burn something down. I, th- I think if it was just a tad smarter, uh, it would have really hung its hat on, like, mental health issues yeah or if it just focused on arthur himself like not really make it a like a huge city-wide thing at the end i think that was my main problem with it like if they if the whole movie was to show you the product of some of of, of a person that's never taken responsibility for and what can happen throughout his life to where he gets to a point where he just realizes that no one's ever going to help him. So he takes matters into his own hands. You take that story. I think it'd be good, but then to take it to where an entire society is disenfranchised and they fight back in this way. Now you're taking it into a, into an idea where someone can be like, Oh, they all fought back. Not this person that I've been following that I don't really connect with. But I'm sure someone in that group I can I can connect with. Maybe I should do what they're what they're doing. See, I I mean I like that there was a big group at the end, like, like worshiping the Joker. Yeah, because it's like, oh man, like that's how he becomes like this. Fucking or that's how he gets henchmen. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. But they already got the mask. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I I kind of like that, but. It's just an odd time for this movie to come out. Yeah, like maybe not even odd time. It just 
I don't know. I want to know, like, depending on what's going to happen in the next 10 or 20 years, if how this movie is going to be, like, reflected on. Yeah. Like, if people are going to look back on this and be like, this started a lot of shit. <laughs> or yeah. if people are not going to really think much of it. Because, I don't know, it just, it feels, I'm not going to say it's, like, full-on propaganda, but it feels like slight propaganda towards a particular thing. Okay. I, um, well, with just going over again what the high, uh, highly popular rating boards are, like Rotten Tomatoes has this at 69, IMDb has it like a 9 out of 10, one of their higher rated movies of all time, but Metacritic yeah. has it like 58. Yeah. So it's like, it's got highs and lows in there. Yeah. So in like two years, is anybody going to be talking about this movie? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. Like I said, I, because it's, it, it doesn't really break the mold. No. And I, I, I think I pretty much love this movie up until like the last like five to 10 minutes when they have the whole riot and shit. See, I think I was more into the movie at the end. Yeah. Like it's, it's pretty powerful, uncomfortable stuff. I didn't like that. They shoehorned in the, the Wayne murders. But I almost, with my idea that he is the dad, I liked it. Um, but I, uh, I, I think I liked the movie overall. So like, if I'm, I'm gonna go for my grade right now. Yeah. Mixing my two minds together, my film <laughs> mind and my comic one. Yeah. I'm coming up with about a, a low B. All right. Like I, I actually think the movie's very well made. But as the comic fan in me wants to like argue my own brain saying like this movie doesn't need to be called the Joker. <laughs> like it's it there's no need for it. But I think what they did was well made. So like that's where I'm giving it the B status. All right. Well, yeah, I'm not I'm not like a big comic fan as you know, but I think I think w with what they do with the character of Arthur Fleck becoming the Joker, like knowing what the Joker becomes, I think it lends itself to the story when you see all these eccentricities to who he is, where if it was a character that wasn't the Joker, then it wouldn't have as much impact seeing these things that he is mm -hmm. and what makes him who he is. So I, I like the fact that it's that it's like a Joker origin story. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, like, I think if it wasn't for, like, the end that just kind of felt like they were just kind of, like, trying to inspire people to start a riot, I I would probably give this, like, an A, like, a really high A, but because of that, I'd probably give it, like, a B plus. Okay. Like, I liked, I love this movie all the way up until the end when it just felt like he didn't really know where to go to tr to give, like, an impactful message to try and inspire change and instead he just told everyone to go out and fucking burn your neighbor's house yeah <laughs> yeah where it, that almost like like how dave said that just kind of felt irresponsible yeah well there you go there you have it joker yeah let us know still your thoughts on it we had some people file their thoughts onto the twitter sphere but what uh what do you think now that we've uh talk this movie to death did, any, did we change your mind uh oh did, could you change ours
Are you going to stop listening to us because we told you something that you thought otherwise? <laughs> uh, write in at reviewreviewpod at gmail.com or hit us up on the Twitter so you can yeah, do that. Do uh, it. All the plugs at the end of the show. But before we get to the end of the show, is there anything else that you've been into well, uh, last week? As you know, Troy, I saw the movie Rocket Man because I was I do that. blasting I, some I do fucking Elton yeah. John before we started. Yeah. And this is way better than Bohemian Rhapsody. Great. I don't care what anyone says. This movie is far superior to Bohemian Rhapsody because Bohemian Rhapsody is a piece of shit. <laughs> but oddly enough, I think I asked your mom about this movie because I think she saw it during like a party at your house. Yeah. Or, but right before. And I think she said she liked Bohemian Rhapsody better. Yeah, she did. She told me that too. And what a I don't get crazy it. old lady. But I, <laughs> but like I can, <laughs> I can see why she would like it, like Bohemian Rhapsody more because, I don't know this. I feel like Rocket Man would be more up your alley too, because it it's a musical. Great. So they use Elton John's music in like kind of far out there scenes uh-huh. to kind of like explain parts of his life, and. Yeah, and that's why I like this more. Like, it feels like you're watching someone... Instead of watching Bohemian Rhapsody, where it was someone took Freddie Mercury and was like, well, let's play up things that we kind of knew about him, but mostly let's just do a fucking, like, movie jukebox where we fucking play up songs that we... Everyone knows and be like, oh, um, let's make up a weird fucking story about how we made this up. Right. Like, that's pretty much the whole fucking movie. But with this is, like, like the whole movie starts with, like, him going to rehab and then working through, like, why am I into drugs? Why am I an alcoholic? Like, why am I a shopaholic? Like, why do I do Ooh, the things? shopaholic. <laughs> yeah. No. Get, don't get me started. But, <laughs> but, like, why do I do the things that I do? And, like, you're watching, even though, like, you can see how a lot of the things in his life probably weren't like true to life it's probably what was true to life to him Uh and like elton john was like kind of close in the production of this and i don't know it it felt more like someone working through like parts of his life as opposed to bohemian rhapsody that was just kind of like fun scenes every once in a while yeah and it felt like an actual story that you could follow in rocket man and like, his use of music was, like, really interesting. And where it was, like, it wasn't just, like, the song that you know. It was, like, kind of, like, stylized versions of his songs played up, like, in musical form where it fit the mood of the scene and what he was trying to convey in that one part. Is it kind of, like, in the style of, like, uh... Uh... Fuck, that Beatles movie. Oh, uh, Across, Across the Universe? Across the Universe. Kind of. Uh, I feel like a lot of the music they play in this is more acoustic. Okay. But, yeah, it is is it is a lot like, like Across the Universe, where, like, it's everyone singing, too. It's not, they're not using fucking canned Freddie Mercury voice. Okay. Like, it's every, everyone is singing, singing with their own voice, and, like, Taron Egerton does a fucking awesome Elton John. Yeah, I... Uh, heard a little bit of the soundtrack. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, that's... He's, like, almost spot on. Yeah, that's and very he looks, good. And he looks a fuck ton like him, too. Like, mm-hmm. there's so many scenes where he's just being Elton John. Like, I think I had more fun watching him being Elton John on stage than I saw um, 
fucking uh, what's his name as Freddie Mercury on stage. Mr. Robot. Yeah, Mr. Robot. <laughs> just because Taron Egerton looks like he is having a fucking blast, and he looks just like Elton John, like doing the fucking like, like oh, like doing the fucking like <laughs> shit. Great. And, like, uh, I even brought this up on Twitter today that I'm surprised that no one brought up that there is a there's a musical number in this where he gets body surfed by an orgy. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that was in this movie. <laughs> and now it's on my number one watch list. But, no, it's a, it's a pretty fun flick. Like, if nothing really big comes out the rest of the year, this might make my list. Oh, my god. Because I had a lot of fun with this movie. Cool. Good so yeah, know. check out Rocket Man. Perfect. It's, it's a it's a fun flick. Right on. And uh, I caught up with some of the trick with the uh, pilots uh-huh. that we watched last week. Um, I uh, caught back. What was oh it was Prodigal Son? You uh-huh. watched me. Molly was into it, so we watched the next episode of that. And yeah, it's kind of the same old shit. I didn't really like it. And then Molly's even kind of falling out of it. Oh yeah. Like, there's one scene in the second episode where, like, there's, like, one guy that's just, like, he's, like, kind of, like, the foil for, like, the main character where every time he shows up, like, that's the guy that, like, rolls his eyes. Uh-huh. And there's, like, a weird scene in, like, the next episode where he's, like, so, uh, what's it like to be, like, the son of a serial killer? <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember And he that. was, like, it's weird. And he's, like, oh. And they go, like, it's, like. Why is that a thing in this show? <laughs> like, yeah. There's just some weird writing that they do in this show every once in a while where I'm just like, what the fuck were you thinking? It's kind of weird. I, excuse me. I was just kind of watching the second episode like out of my periffs. I didn't catch anything odd except for that question. I did catch that. <sighs> but like, yeah. Otherwise, I don't re- really remember much of the second episode so much. And they do like a weird sexual thing where like the the female detective was like shackling him into his bed because oh, she yeah. drives him home when he's drunk. Yeah. And I'm like, the ah, fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. like, I don't know. I'm just not into it. I and then Molly was just kind of like, yeah, this is getting kind of dumb. So we we I think we're out of that completely now. Okay. And uh, I gave Bluff City Law another try because I liked that. Uh huh. And this is like almost kind of like falling into the same category as a million little things was for me before. Yeah. Where there's like five different instances in the next episode where they do like a full out, like full house pep talk thing where like something happens where like something happens. And then like someone comes in the room, they're like, what's wrong? Oh God. And then it's just like, I just don't know how to get through to her. And like, oh, oh, I think you know. And they're just like, <laughs> and they play like this, like fucking like cheesy music in the background. Like five fucking times they do that with like a different character every fucking time. I was just no like, thanks. Good God. <laughs> Good. Get over God yourself. Damn. God damn. <laughs> and um, I watched another episode of Sunnyside and it was okay. I wasn't like as into it as the pilot i think the pilot is even better than the second episode Ooh, look out so i'm i'm unless they get better i'm gonna fall out of that dropping these things like a bad I habit know. but something that i just kind of washed out of a whim i really like the second episode of uh fuck what's it called <laughs> i just had them 
it was like in my head and then like <laughs> left right when I said that I like this. Uh, fuck. Is it one we watched? Yeah. The animated one. No. Bless the hearts. No. God damn it. Why Which can't one I is think it? of it? The one with uh, Colby Smulders. Oh, uh, Stumptown. Stumptown. I liked, I liked the second episode of Stumptown a lot. I didn't uh, catch the second episode of that, but uh, I want to see if me and C. Danger can continue I, I, doing I that. feel like, like, as I was watching it, I was like, why didn't you put this shit in the pilot? <laughs> this makes it so much more interesting, because they, cool. they go more into Jake Johnson's character, where, like, he got out of jail, and, like, I guess he did some kind of job with a bunch of guys, where, like, one of them is like, well, do you have your share of the money? And he's like, well... Look at this fucking bar. This is my share of the money. <laughs> and like, well, like the boss is getting out of jail and he wants his share. So like now they got this whole shit where like maybe some mob boss is after him now. Oh jeez. And like they they go more into like him and Colby Smolder's relationship where like you can kind of see why they're friends and not like fucking each other. Uh-huh. And like even she's a lot more fun in this where like she gets her ass kicked more where she like by the end she's like <sighs> God damn it. Just get this fucking over with. <laughs> or like, it almost made me like her more where she's, it, it feels like an actual job that she's trying to do. Like even like make this, like this second job, like more of like, kind of like a throwaway thing where like some guy just hires her to find some girl he went on a date with. And then he finds her. And then she's like, this fucking check bounce. And then when she like goes to find him, there's just a whole bunch of shit happens around her. And she was like, I shouldn't, I shouldn't even fucking, asked just let this go <laughs> so she's just like so fucking fed up by the end perfect so like i yeah the sec i like the second episode a lot more so i might get back into stump town because it was a that second episode's a lot more fun cool all right anything so, else uh and uh oh one more thing uh i caught because it was on youtube for a little bit so i actually was able to watch it i watched the first episode of aw dynamite oh really yeah and you know what? It's like there were things that I didn't like, but it was kind of a breath of fresh air. Yeah. I really liked it. Great. What what did they do compared to like WWE that's like refreshing? Like it felt more fun. Okay. Like everything everything like on a WWE show feels so like restricted and very planned out. Uh-huh. Like with this, it felt colorful like it like the commentary feels more fun like jr and tony shivani and excalibur uh -huh. feel like they actually are having fun calling these matches as opposed to like making sure they don't say the wrong thing so vince yells at them uh -huh. <laughs> and like i don't know like the matches weren't structured like the way i usually like them but it was like it felt like it, it, like when i'm on like like a on an indie show like I can tell when, like, the people that are behind it are having fun. And I felt like there was way more fun being had on this show than, like, on a WWE show. Cool. Where everything feels more, like, lined out and restricted. Like, I, it just felt colorful and everything felt more easy. And I was, like, like it felt, like, infectious. All right. So, I, I, if I have a chance, I might watch this weekly because I just, I just felt have, I just felt like I was having fun. Is it, um, so would it be on anything? Where it's you on watch? TNT. So, 
obviously I don't have that, but yeah. it's like on I don't know. I looked else. I tried to find it on Hulu and it wasn't on there, but I'm gonna I'm trying to find a place where you can watch it. So the one on YouTube, it was just like an illegal rip. Yeah, because I tried there. to find. I was, I think I had like a little bit more left to watch, and I tried to find it today, and it was already taken off. Okay. Damn, that's always happens to the good ones. I know, <laughs> but no, it it was. If I can find a place to watch it, I'll definitely watch it every week because it just it felt different and it felt fun. That's got, that's cool. Yeah, and it's not three hours long or whatever. No, it's two it hours. Perfect. Yeah. Wonderful. Um, I didn't uh, get too much into anything this last week. Uh, I did finish up some reading to do like a block of Imperious Rex filming yesterday. So uh, that was fun. I <laughs> And we recorded our last episode of Imperious Sex. Um. I we, saw you posted their first episode, and I can't wait to see it. Yeah, and and also, yeah, so we recorded the last one of it, so they're all done. And then uh, the first episode went up today, and it's about sex criminals. Yeah. And I saw fucking Dave in a goddamn banana hammock. <laughs> I, could almost, I could already hear the thirst trappers fucking... Oh, my God. <laughs> the first comment on the oh, video fuck. was uh, silly nuts or something like that. <laughs> And Dave, all he said was, thanks? <laughs> Silly nuts? It was so, I, I'm going to pull it up right now because even I read it. I'm like, the fuck does that mean? Silly nuts. I doubt he even said silly nuts anymore. But here we go. Pulling it up. What's up, sex? Oh, jeez. There's oh. me. <laughs> um, yeah, the first. <laughs> Almost. It said, yo, funny balls. <laughs> Dave response was thank you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I actually had to go back and rewatch the video to make sure there weren't any shots of balls popping out. So there you go, Dave in a banana hammock. Now worried that his junk is on the internet. <laughs> Dave, what are you doing? Dave is gonna get stalked by some. If scary he isn't people. already, there's going to be some scary people just showing up at his house sometime, and it's going to be like, why did I ever do this? <laughs> but anyway, that's all I've been really into, so check out all that stuff coming out on the YouTubes either uh, once every two weeks or maybe even every week until probably the end of the year, because we got a ton of stuff filmed already. We just got to, I don't know, wait to see if Dave edits or not. <laughs> <laughs> But that's all I've been into, JT. All right. Just that stuff. Just my other stuff. Your <laughs> other stuff. Yeah. Otherwise, I've been working a lot of overtime. All right. I'm not really doing anything else. I, I cannot put a past you. Very good. So, JT, if people <laughs> want to talk Joker with you, we're going to do that. Be sure to uh, get all those incels ready at Bucky for one on Twitter. Also, Bucky for one on Instagram, Bucky for on Snapchat. Troy! You can find me at Troy to the Max on Twitter. You can find us both at Review Review Pod on Twitter. While you're there, you can vote for the Tournament of Random Movies. We got uh, Mortal Kombat versus V Frendetta. Cast your vote. Cast your vote. It's important. Vote or die, bitch. 
Vote it down, motherfucker. Uh, you can find our show almost everywhere on the internet, but some places include Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. Oh my god. If you do listen to us on the latter, you can rate and review us, because if you like the show, that helps other people definitely find the show. And if you want to write in, you're always more than welcome to do so at ReviewReviewPod at Gmail. Oh my goodness, gmail.com. The, the, the f- email give you a huge durst. D- dursted. <laughs> Do people still understand that reference? I wonder. Does it matter? Sometimes I wonder. <laughs> oh, Jesus, I'm doing it again. I killed them all. <laughs> um, I do actually have an email while we're reading it. Whoa. Um, we can mail doing scream these- it up. End of the end of show emails. They, it didn't really correspond with any other things going on on the show. Oh, okay. So it I'm is still gonna play a mail scream. So fuck you. All right. Fuck all y'all for our mail scream. <laughs> Times two. So this harkens back to personal. Top five movies. Wow. People still send these in. Uh, my youngest brother, Corey, oh. sent this in. Uh, hey, guys. Wanted to give you my top five movies with honorable mentions. Although, being born in 1993, many of these are due to growing up in an 80s heavy household. <laughs> <laughs> uh, his number five movie is Rambo First Blood Ooh. or Robocop. Too close to call. Had to split hairs. So you put them both on there. Fair enough. Number four, Terminator 2. Number three, The Lord of the Rings Trilogy. Okay. Bit well, of a cheat, but well, uh, I'll fine. allow it Also this time. not good, but anyways. <laughs> <laughs> number two, The Iron Giant. And the number one Yeesh. movie of all time, Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> Great movie. Uh, honorable mentions, the Back to the Future trilogy, Office Space, and Braveheart. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, note that some of these, I agree, are not the, quote, best movies, end quote, but ones that I will continue to rewatch again and again. That's that's okay. That's what, the ones it's what you, makes you you. You go back to the well, you go to what you like. It was. It's what makes you you. That's right. We, that's what we appreciate about you. So... <laughs> Thanks, Cor. We appreciate all your movies that you sent, Sam. Thank you for doing that. So, any listener out there is more welcome to do that as well. Send in your top five. Keep bringing them in. Keep them in. They're great. Yeah. Maybe we'll cover one of these top fives. Very well could be. There's some movies we have yet to see on these lists. Yeah. Or on this uh, show to review. Yeah. At one point, we're going to be, the well be running dry. Yeah. So, sooner or later... (laughs) We're going to be desperate. (laughs) But that's going to be the show, I think, this week, JT. That is right, Troy. So join us Monday. Monday, we're going to be digging up an old shooting the shit. That's right. We don't even know what we're going to talk about. No, I have nothing in store. We're just going to see where it goes. We're going to see where it goes. (laughs) Maybe we can wake up Sea Danger and try and get her down here. Get her down here. We can pry her away from that wrestling. No shit. (laughs) She's probably watching uh, Ricky Steamboat versus Macho Man Randy Savage in WrestleMania three right now. Probably, I mean, that's the like the best match in her opinion. She said it in her really. Sleep. Okay, yeah. I, I I get it. I mean, at at first I thought she was just having a nightmare, <laughs> but then I, I I'm slowly. <laughs> 
Macho Man hit him with the ring bell. I'm slowly putting it together that she just loves wrestling. So <laughs> that's what it is. So join us for Monday for a shooting the shit up. That'll be a good time. Yep. And then uh, for next Thursday, we're going to be talking about some Breaking Bad Ooh. with the release of El Camino, yes, the Breaking Bad movie, yep, debuting on Netflix. Yep, we're gonna be talking about our retrospective on Breaking Bad and that next week. Very good. Sounds like a good time, and you don't have to good travel time. to the theater unless yeah. you want to. Yeah, which sounds really good for you. <laughs> it does. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that'll be the show. Thank you so much for joining us once again. Oh, but yeah. until next time, I've been Troy to the Max Extreme. And I am JG3K. And we are off. <laughs>